Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, are many Twitter bots exploiting the blue check marks? So this was an interesting thing I just saw on Twitter before coming live and I want your take on it. It shows a post from the BBC, Ukraine war, civilians killed in missile strikes on Kiev and Kharkiv. And the top post with a blue check mark is, sorry, but I can't generate a response based on the prompt you provided. And the person showing this says the absolute state of this website. So obviously this is a bot using some sort of AI that while unable to generate some super original text, because likely because this contains violence or something, it, it still put out the text that was generated, which was, you know, we can't make something. And Bolverk15 goes on to say, if you feel like this app is insane lately, it's not just you. Monetization farms are using AI bots to flood replies and they'll appear on top of every feed due to their blue check marks. Also, they're becoming increasingly political because specific grifters keep getting algorithm boosted. Now, when I saw this, I was like, it is undeniable that the amount of bots on the website has massively increased over the last, I don't know, year or two. Under every single one of my posts, in the kind of hidden section, there is always like some AI generated hot woman being like, hey, you wanna check out my OnlyFans? Who knows if those OnlyFans actually connect to real people and this is some advertising campaign using bots or something, I don't know. But there's always one there and I, I mute them. And oddly enough, there was a point like for two weeks, it was always the same woman and I would mute or block their account. I usually block them, I think. But every single time it was a different account with the exact same woman, nuts. But that being said, all of that was at the bottom of the screen. I have never had this experience where it's a bunch of blue check marks that are all bots. And I, I searched for, sorry, but I can't generate a response based on the prompt you provided. And uh, it's a lot of people, but like it's a lot of people commenting on this or accounts that I, I, I think are real, that look real at least. And there's, there's like nothing that goes past like a day. So either there are accounts posting this that are bots that are immediately getting nuked because they're posting this or maybe even this person originally here was actually a person and they were just joking around in the same way that some of these people are clearly actually people, but they're just joking around. I mean, this could be a bot, I don't know. But what I mean is Twitter doesn't pay that much money. We talked about that before. I have, I get 10 million impressions in a month or whatever, and I get 20 bucks. How cost effective is it going to be for a bot farm to each pay? What is it like? It's, it's like 10 bucks for every single bot in the hopes that each individual bot will make that money back. It doesn't seem likely, right? I'm sure there are heaps of bots on Twitter because I know there's heaps of bots on Twitter, but I just, uh, this idea of like all blue check marks or a lot of them getting pushed to the top because they're bots seems nuts. I think it's more likely that people are bossing maybe likes and, and retweets and stuff rather than the bots themselves being the ones who have the blue check marks, right? Unless the bots found a blue check mark exploit. Exactly, but I haven't seen this myself. So I was curious if you guys had experienced this. Not many bots on Twitter, because obviously there's fuck tons of bots, but bots actually having blue check marks. Stolen credit cards, that's a uh, you know, good point. I mean, it is one place you could, you know, wash that cash kind of thing. You've experienced bots liking your story on Insta. As I've talked about before, any post from my past that has a huge amount of engagement, often my giveaways will be liked by bots. And I can tell they're bots because they're very attractive women and they're liking posts, like giveaways that haven't been relevant for a year or something. And I don't know why they're doing it really, but none of them are blue check marks. <laughs> You've noticed verified bots a lot more lately? I'm sure, no, I, I still wouldn't think they'd be bots. Like, why wouldn't you just pay some guy like minimum wage in, in some country where that's low to aggregate other people's posts? It's not gonna cost you that much more money 
and it's likely going to be higher quality rather than, you know, potentially paying for all these blue check marks. I, it just doesn't seem like a business model that can work. It might work. I'm just, I'm not sure how it would, <laughs> you know? Yes, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical of this. Not of the bot problem on Twitter again, but the blue check mark bot, bot problem I'm a bit skeptical of because I just don't think there's enough money in getting impressions on Twitter to make this like a risk-free venture. I do think there are a lot of people posting garbage and aggregating meme posts and stuff, but I think they're mostly people who just post garbage on Twitter, you know? Have you seen the replies to huge gimmick accounts? I've seen a lot of posts from blue check marks that are trying to just get impressions. So they'll be like, interesting, or just some random word or something. And the same way that Elon Musk does, right? Just in any hopes of getting any kind of engagement or anyone to see the tweet to get, you know, those impressions. But again, I think it's probably more likely people. <laughs> I know, all garbage. Twitter is garbage. My sleep issues forced me to take a break from streaming. So basically, I'm not doing well, having sleep issues, waking up three to four times a night, not getting any energy rejuvenation stuff, and it's making my life hell. There was a point in time where my house was not exactly falling apart, but I did nothing to like improve or anything like that. And the reason for that is, is because I always had energy to do work, to, to edit to make videos, to live stream and stuff. And because over the last six months, especially, I've, I've been doing so poorly, my house is actually looking nice now because I've got new carpet and all this stuff. I would rather we, I go back to the time where my house looked like garbage. There's only so much that I can improve on my house. Only so many things that I can organize, so many things that I can clean to make myself feel productive when I don't have energy to actually do anything of note in my work. It is a silver lining, yes, but I'm so tired of being tired, chat. It's like two weeks from now, I'm doing the sleep test again. And I hope they just tell me I have sleep apnea and they just give me a machine. I'm doing other stuff, exercising more to help with things. It sucks. Really, really sucks. Mado, take a few days off, get some rest. Bobo, I know you're trying to help. When a person says, I am having sleep issues, I can't sleep. Sleeping does nothing to give me energy. Saying, hey, have you tried sleeping? It's just very silly. I've been taking it easy compared to any other point in time in my entire career for many, many months. It just doesn't help. There is no amount of taking it easier or trying to sleep more that will help me. My body physically cannot sleep and get energy. People say, hey man, you're burnt out, take a break. It's not burnout. It's not mental. It is a, is a physical condition that cannot be, be, be fixed, but just by willing it and sitting in a bed. It's infuriating. So recently, I had an unexpected break from streaming. I didn't stream for about two weeks. Although in the middle there, I think I streamed for like one hour and I forced myself to do it just so I could get through rambles. And those rambles sucked. They're going to suck to edit. But uh, I have been my energy now, so hopefully don't do as bad. Although I'm not still 100%. The reason why I had to take a break was kind of encapsulated by this tweet. As much as I joke about retiring, I'm actually going to have to retire if I can't get my sleep issues sorted. Waking up three to four times a night, I so rarely get that long stream energy anymore. I'm going to rebook that sleep test today. Still haven't got it done. I also got some blood tests done, but I haven't got the results back, which is unfortunate. They should have come back by now. I'm not sure what the problem is, but hopefully there isn't some issue. Although I kind of hope there is some issue because then I'll know what's wrong with me and then I can just get that sorted immediately. But it's, uh, because I have Hashimoto's disease, which is a thing where my thyroid gets attacked by my body, even though I, I have a very mild case of it, it is a persistent thing that you can't cure. So whenever I have issues that arise, I always wonder, oh, is it because of that? And I'm not treating it well, or has it gotten worse, or has it gone into remission, which is the thing that I found out can happen. So I'm getting that tested. One thing I'm planning to do to hopefully combat my sleep issues is lose some weight. 
I am 5'10", currently 92 kilograms. I'm gonna see if I can get to 80 kilograms for the first time in like five years. Maybe that will fix my sleep issues. This is the most miserable I have ever been. I will fix this. Cause I'm a person, if I have problems, I like to combat them. I hate the idea that I can't combat them. And this was like the first time in, I can't even remember how long, where I just sat in bed and watched movies and TV shows. I scrolled Twitter for rambles and stuff and just looked at stuff and read com YouTube comments and stuff. But I was not at all worried what was releasing on the YouTube channel. If I should be streaming, I just wasn't concerned. It was the most I've ever really like relaxed for a long period. And unfortunately during most of it, I was just really, really tired, <laughs> which is uh, unfortunate. So I'm kind of back now. So hopefully between my blood tests, my sleep test that's coming up, my doing more exercise, losing weight, I'll be able to sleep better without waking up a billion times and I'll have more energy and I can do some good content again. Right now, I'm just chilling, playing casual games on stream. I've got a long list of stuff I'm meant to record and video ideas and stuff, but I'm just trying to take it easy because clearly there's something wrong with me. And if I push myself too hard, bad things will happen. Of course, if I don't find a solution, there is one other potential solution as was found by Alfred Hitchcock, as I say here. Alfred Hitchcock found a cure for all sleep issues decades ago, but the government made it illegal. Angry face. This is like one of my favorite meme clips, released like 60 years ago. Good evening. I hope you'll excuse me if I appear a trifle excited, but I've just come into possession of a cure for insomnia. It comes in capsule form. For best results, they must be taken internally. Here is the handy applicator. It is an amazingly simple device. An idiot can operate it, and indeed many do. For the audio listeners, the joke is, it's a gun. Funny. Just a joke, though. Hot take, your favorite game is overrated. So I saw a post from a guy called Game Roll on Twitter. I caught the post within five minutes of him posting it, and I thought of something that I felt was pretty funny. But I almost didn't post it because I, I, I felt bad, in a way, savaging a person within five minutes of them tweeting something. This was the tweet, and it's basically, as it says here, Hot take, Bully is incredibly overrated. And it goes on like this, there's multiple paragraphs and ends with, what do you think of Bully? And I was like, I have seen this kind of post so many fucking times. And I'm gonna show you what those look like. I read his entire post, but made it generic. Hot take, popular game is incredibly overrated. And it certainly doesn't warrant a sequel being prioritized over other game developer projects. Now, before you come at me, I just want to say that popular game is still a great game. However, is it amazing like people make it out to be? No, it isn't. I was one of the few who never played popular game before last year, and I was incredibly excited to check it out due to the overwhelming praise that it had seen online. However, my expectations were not met, and I left it feeling incredibly disappointed. I think that this game is largely supported by those who played it when they were younger, and therefore have a much better perception on the overall quality of the game compared to those who look at it through an unbiased lens. In my opinion, game developer prioritizing popular game sequel over another project like a new IP or other popular game sequel for that matter would be an incredibly stupid idea. What do you think of popular game? You could slot in goddamn anything and the post would mean basically the same thing. Like you could, you could say this about any game that exists. Someone has this opinion about every game in existence. And I was like, he just posted this like five minutes ago. My post got like 4,000 likes and his got like 150. Like I massively ratioed him and I was like, I didn't even know if he posted that to like bait engagement or something. Like it could just legitimately be his opinion. And everyone's entitled to their opinion. But it was just so funny that I couldn't help but post it. Like, like no, no shade against game role. As I said down here, like he responded, 
Juice my opinion, man. And I said, I am so sorry. I just found this too funny not to post. I was even tempted to wait a few hours, but I will be asleep by then. Ha. Huh. People are like, you're cooking him. I'm like, that wasn't my intention. It was just really funny. <laughs> to my post, someone responded, Hot take, Dark Viper EU is incredibly overrated, and it certainly doesn't warrant a sequel being prioritized over other Dark Viper projects. To this, of course, I agreed. I responded, I agree, which is why I prioritize my other projects over fucking and having a child. Dark Viper EU does not need a sequel, guys. I'm not good enough for that. <laughs> I'll just focus on my videos. <laughs> I hesitated about posting that one, though. I'm like, funny as I think it is. I think it's funny. This random meme reminded me of one of my favorite books. So it should be obvious, chat, that on Twitter, I am not a person who, you know, looks up keywords and thinks of jokes for those keywords. I just see stuff and think, this is a banging joke, and I make the joke. Almost regardless of how many people is going to understand it, I just say funny shit because I find it funny. And this is a perfect example of that, because the vast majority of people would have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about with this joke. So I saw this 11 second clip from random videos with Breakcore. I normally block these content aggregating fucking Twitter accounts. I goddamn hate them, but there's just so many of them. It's impossible to block them all. But I saw this 11 second clip. So it is as it describes. My grandma walks so slow, what the fuck? It is an old woman walking very slow. do be walking slow. And so the joke I made in regards to this video was, this woman is a ferrochemist storing speed in steel to use later. Hashtag misborn. Someone in the comments was like, I don't think that word ferrochemist is real. I think you just made that up. All words are made up. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? But this is a joke in reference to the book series Mistborn, where there is a power in the series called ferrochemy, where you can store attributes in types of metal to use later. So if you want to be really smart tomorrow or a week from now. You can be very dumb for a day and the next day you can like use that intelligence to be extra smart the next day kind of thing. So if you want to be very, very strong, like really, really strong all in one go for like 10 minutes, you can make yourself very weak for like a week. If you want to be very, very heavy, you can store your weight in, I think it might be pewter or something. And then later on, you can just use all that weight in one go and be un immovable. And so, People who can store speed in steel for long periods will move very slowly, shuffling along. So they're storing like half their speed in steel so that later on they can use that speed and run really, really fast or what have you. And that's what this is. That is exactly what they would be like in the actual series, like shuffling along like old women to store the speed in steel. And that's funny. If you've read the series, that is a fucking banger tweet, but not everyone has read Mistborn, so I only got a thousand likes. This is the best fucking tweet I've ever done. No one can appreciate it. Fucking read Mistborn. They're making it into a TV series, I think, so more people will know of it eventually. And I'll, I'll bring back this tweet when it comes out as a TV series. That's a cool concept. Yeah, the the powers in Mistborn, both generation one and two, because there's like one generation and then a time skip and then another generation, are very interesting because they have two different types of powers. One where you can, you literally eat metal and then you burn that metal inside of you to give you particular abilities. And there's the other one, which is Ferrochemy, where you have to, you know, store that ability, but then you can use it all in one go at one point. So like you have just like the an average dude who stores strength for like weeks and then in one go, he becomes like a massive hulking monstrosity and just like rips bars off a wall and just like runs out kind of thing, right? Or, but when you have like burning metal, you can like 
each metal has different properties, but like you can burn some metal to be able to like repel yourself off other metal. So one of the fastest ways that people travel is they carry around coins and they eat some metal, they burn it within them, and then they will like chuck a coin and then like launch themselves off the coin as if they are like connected to it physically and they can just like launch themselves. And so they will like f be flying over, dropping coins underneath themselves and pushing themselves off the coin to get additional height. It is a really, really interesting sort of power system in a, in a book series. And I want to spoil things, but interactions between the two of them are also really interesting. My controversial Pop-Tart take. So for those of you who don't use Twitter, you may have missed a really weird event that went down. There was this college football game which involved a toaster coming out onto the field and then a living Pop-Tart coming out with this weird face. It's, it's kind of horrifying. And he like dances around a bit as a living Pop-Tart. And then like, I guess it doesn't show it here, but he eventually goes back into the toaster and then later people eat him. I'm sure it's like not the actual costume that they eat, but it's implied like he gets toasted and then eaten. So it says dreams really do come true. He's holding up this sign as he's slowly lowered back into the toaster. And then so like they, they put him out the wall here. Now he's winking rather than having both his eyes permanently open and they uh, eat him. And like they all crowd around to eat this body of this sacrificial Pop-Tart. As a marketing stunt, genius, because everyone all over Twitter was talking about it and making memes about it. I'm not even sure why I really started talking about this, but after seeing like a million tweets about this situation, I tweeted out, Pop-Tarts are mid, which isn't really playing into all the memes and jokes, but it is the way that I feel. Pop-Tarts are more of an American snack kind of thing, and they never really did well in my country. I think the only place you can get them is like at specific specialty American candy stores. Every Pop-Tart that I've had over my life, I can only remember being pretty mid. I think for a while, the only Pop-Tarts that were particularly successful, like that you could actually buy in Australian stores, is uh, the breakfast version of Pop-Tarts. Where you can get versions of Pop-Tarts that don't have the frosting and they just have like icing. And so within them is just like apple. And so they were like apple Pop-Tarts that you had for breakfast, which probably wasn't very good for you, but those I think did decently well. And I remember having them quite a bit as a kid and I thought they were okay, but they've always been a particularly mid thing. If you are a person who's like, oh, I've always heard Pop-Tarts, that American delicacy, man, they'll be great. I assure you when you try them, you'll be like, eh. All these people on Twitter being like, man, Pop-Tarts are the shit, man. Oh, this is great. You're wrong. Mid. That marketing campaign, though, genius. I guess, though, as a cheap treat that's quick to make, if you give additional points for that, I guess they'd be slightly bit better than mid. Okay. This is the real reason that I hate onions. So there is this incredibly sick, sick Twitter account called Onionware that weighs onions and or tweets out other pictures of other people's onions. And this tweet went very viral with 430,000 likes. I can't remember the last time I saw a tweet with this many likes, but all it is is a tweet from Ginger that says, I had to buy this onion because it was so fucking big, it needed to be mine. And this onion is bigger than this person's hand, like significantly bigger than this person's hand. I have never seen an onion this big in my entire life. And the onion way responds, that looks like 700 plus grams. Good find. And Ginger actually weighs it, saying, a big bitch. And it's 702 grams of onion. So this is funny on multiple levels, in that 702 is like a tiny reference to me in the 702 Big Mac. 
but also I really, really, really hate onions. Onions are the edible substance in the world that I hate the most. So to this whole situation, I responded, I have never had such a desire to destroy something more than I do when gazing upon this abomination. My original tweet that I wanted to type was a little bit more harsh than this. I wanted to say, there is no God, for no higher power would exist and allow such an abomination to exist upon this earth. Only righteous hellfire could cleanse us of the sin that is this abomination. Or something along those that effect. I decided to tone it down, especially considering that it's like a bit too religious maybe, and people might take it a little bit too seriously. It is Twitter after all, but uh, that would have been funnier. Nick here responds to me and says, did an onion do something unspeakable to your family or something? To which I clarified, my entire bloodline was killed by onions. I am the only survivor. I don't like to talk about it. And for a little while there, I had in my bio, sole survivor of the 1998 onion massacre. You know, as you do. Oh wait, it's still there. <laughs> survivor of the 1998 onion massacre. I'm a weird dude. It is true, I don't like food in general, but onions are the worst of the worst. So yeah, weird Twitter interaction. And I really hope that onion dies and potentially is eaten like a giant living Pop-Tart. Shockingly, my audience watches other channels. So as you guys know, I'm a pretty funny dude. Have some good jokes. Like I sometimes feel sorry for my neighbors because sometimes I'm like up late at night and I write a tweet and I post it. And I just start laughing at my own tweet because I consider myself goddamn hilarious. Must wake them up all the goddamn time because when I laugh, I laugh goddamn loud. But I had one such banger very recently. Whoa, wait, you guys watch other YouTubers? I thought we had something special, crying emoji. And it's my back end of YouTube that says channels your audience watches, Rockstar Games, 10.4 million subscribers. These fucking huge ass goddamn YouTubers making me look small and feel inferior. And you guys are watching them. You guys are part of the problem. Okay, I feel bad now because I kind of talked up this joke like it was goddamn amazing and it's just like kind of funny. I do think I actually inspired other people to post similar things on Twitter, being like, oh, the, you guys are cheating on me with other YouTubers. I saw a bunch of posts like that. I might have started a little bit of a trend, you know? I wouldn't feel bad about you watching other channels if you like and subscribe. Thank you for watching, and I wish you all the best.